You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of your Toronto Blue Jays for May 3rd, 2017. This is Ryan Andrews, JaysForTheCouch.com, your host on this daily dose of Blue Jays talk and... Folks, I have never been happier to say there is rain in the forecast for today's game. And you're Blue Jays fans, I don't have to tell you what this means. It has been made official. Josh Donaldson is back. Toronto Blue Jays have activated him from the 10-day DL. He got those rehab games in Dunedin. He is in Cleveland. He is in the starting lineup, batting second today for your Toronto Blue Jays and Frankly, I am so thankful because that Hillary Duff gif has been sitting on my computer waiting to be used for Josh Donaldson home runs for a while, and I would be so excited if I got to break that out today. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Josh Donaldson, and we're actually going to talk about uh, what we can expect from the Cleveland starter in today's double header. But again, Donaldson's the big story. Um, Blue Jays made room for him by placing uh, Justin Smoke on paternity leave. If people have been following Twitter, they know his wife, Kristen, is due to give birth any day now. So they've let Justin go be with his partner at this time. Um, Steve Pierce is in the lineup today batting eighth and playing first. We'll we'll see if he's all right, if he's recovered from that, uh, obli- from that uh, strain he had. Uh, during the series with Minnesota, but it looks like they're going to move forward with Pierce. I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Morales or Donaldson was playing first base in the second half just to kind of ease the wear and tear on Steve Pierce. But either way, we will, we will press on with this. The big thing, the big thing is Josh Donaldson's back. That's a big celebratory thing to take away from today's game, if nothing else. Because having Josh Donaldson back does so much for this Blue Jays lineup. Um, when we were talking yesterday during our Pine Counterpoint session uh, with Stephen Brown, uh, the big argument I made for Kendris Morales was that the Blue Jays lacked a power source in the lineup, so they needed him in there. Now they have it again, because Josh Donaldson, he's a threat to hit a home run every time he steps to the plate. And that that's so important for this Blue Jays offense, because, again, they don't really have it outside of Donaldson and Morales if he's flexing his bicep properly on any given day. So getting Donaldson back really helps for that the only thing we're gonna have to watch is his defense is his arm is it going to make that throw over to first base with ease and honestly that's why I wouldn't be too surprised if Donaldson played first at uh during the second game of this doubleheader it's not foreign to Donaldson he played first when Kendris Morales was injured playing first so he has the experience. I don't know if they want to put Morales out there at first, but Morales is likely to do it if Pierce is feeling any discomfort whatsoever. But that that's going to be the big thing to watch in this in this twin bill is is not whether or not Donaldson is looking good at the plate because he he was doing all right at Dunedin. He went two for two with a walk in his last rehab game, so it looks like the bat is there. 
But that arm is the big concern, and you want to see a live arm from Josh Donaldson. You want to see him making those throws over to third with the ease that we've come to expect from the bringer of rain. So that's going to be the thing I'm looking for today. Um, also, also to note, uh, Teoscar Hernandez batting third in today's lineup, which is which is interesting. He has been the most consistent power threat since Donaldson's left the lineup. So this is a, this is a nice show of faith in the young outfielder. And, and we'll see how well he handles one of the best pitchers in the league in Carlos Carrasco in game one. Uh, also, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. getting the start at shortstop. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't start seeing him there a lot more. Uh, Solarte is playing second base with Donaldson back and Solarte is probably going to settle into that second base role. It's the position he played, uh, most of the time when he was with San Diego split between second and third, but then you put Guriel at short, um, Alemis Diaz gets a chance to sit and get the time off that we all thought Randall Grichuk would get before he hit the DL because, uh, Diaz has also been a bit, um, I don't want to say weak at the plate because he does have those home runs, but he's he's below the Mendoza line as well. So give Diaz a chance to sit and regroup and let Guriel get more playing time at the major league level. Because as I said before, uh, with Guriel, he is the Blue Jays' utility man. He, he is being groomed to be that utility man. He's playing all these infield positions now, but once uh, Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, even Kevin Biggio or Kevin Smith, that once those guys start coming up, he's probably going to be shifted into the outfield, much like Marwin Gonzalez, and he'll be he'll be sprung all over the place there. So I like that they're getting him the infield starts now. I would expect to see him at short a lot until Troy Tulowitzki comes back, and then once that happens, they'll probably go from there. Guriel will probably head back down to the minors, but you know this will be a great thing for him. Also, one other note to mention, the Blue Jays did make a different roster move. Uh, Dwight Smith Jr. has been called up. Gifton Gope has been sent back down to Buffalo. I'm guessing this is just a a more useful bat in the lineup, especially with Donaldson returning. They have Diaz on the bench to serve as that backup infielder if needed. So getting Dwight Smith Jr. up does add a little more versatility into the outfield with Pierce likely locked into first base when he will be playing. So that'll be good for Dwight Smith, his first time up this season. Hopefully he gets in the game and and can be as productive as we remember last year because White Swift Jr. was one of the bright spots last year. The way he was able to come up really added to that outfield depth that the Blue Jays found themselves with. So happy for Dwight Smith Jr. So we will be right back and we'll tell you why you should be worried about Adam Plutko. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I'm pronouncing that right either way. We will press onward after this. Okay, so again, since this is a doubleheader, uh, teams get to make that second call up. That 26 man gets to be added. Uh, no surprise for the Blue Jays, it's Joe Biagini. He'll come up and start game two the same way he did against Kansas City. He'll be looking for a better start than he got against Kansas City. Um, it, it was the same old, same old from Joe Biagini against the Royals, that, for better or worse, with him. But uh, Cleveland a bit trickier to deal with than uh, Kansas City. And 
they'll be expecting Biagini to match at least the length that he gave in that game against Kansas City. He he did go five and two thirds, uh, giving up three runs. They'll want at least that, um, considering this road trip that they're on. Hopefully, Biagini can give it. Uh, it he's he's been you know mentally prepared for this. I mean he, he was he was bound to come up here the way they were resting him. So there's no worries on that front. It's just a matter of if Biagini can be effective enough to give that bullpen the rest it needs. Cause like Stroman's seven innings against Minnesota yesterday were great. A big help considering he looked shaky early. The fact that he muscled through seven innings is a big plus towards the Stroman recovery train, but he's going to have to make sure he gets deep enough that they don't have to tax those arms that Axford and Ramirez and oh don't have to come out early and really drain this bullpen heading into a big three game series on the weekend in Tampa Bay because the Rays are all of a sudden looking decent so the bullpen needs to be on its game it needs to be at the same form it's shown this season and and the Blue Jays offense is going to have to get it going again um, I don't. I didn't want to talk about uh, the Wednesday game against Minnesota much because it was depressing to watch. And again, it, the Blue Jays faced a, a young starting pitcher making his debut. And how many times have we seen this with the Blue Jays? They'll get a pitcher just called up and very green, and they'll make him look like Nolan Ryan right out of the gate. He, uh, Francis or Fernando Romero. Sorry, Fernando Romero looked. He looked dominant. Like, I, I don't know how many pitches Pitching Ninja pulled from Romero, but he was on there frequently with that fastball and that slider of his. And the Blue Jays had chances. They they had first and second in the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and couldn't do a dang thing with it. It was it was frustrating to see that, that old Blue Jays mentality, the inability to to advance runners, the the inability to get the wood on the ball, it reared its ugly head in yesterday's game, and it was incredibly disappointing to see. And it, it was it was a group effort. It wasn't just one guy. Morales was the obvious target. He he went down twice with runners on, but it it was everyone in the lineup. Guriel couldn't do it. Um, Pilar couldn't do it. Which Pilar is the hardest hitter, so if he can't do it, I mean, what are you gonna do? But it, it was it was tough to watch that offense struggle like that. And again, Donaldson being back, hopefully this means uh, there's more power available. There's more consistent hitting available. Um, Donaldson wasn't looking great before he went on the DL. He was batting 239, but he did have three home runs. So now that he's he's healthier, I would love to see him get back to the bat that we're accustomed to seeing in Toronto. That, that 950 OPS bat that is a consistent threat to drive in runs and that pitchers have to be careful of. Now, he doesn't have the protection of smoke um, while the baby is on the way. He'll, he'll have to rely on Teoscar Hernandez to really make people pay if they just walk Donaldson over and over. But uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult today against uh, Adam Plutko, who is the latest pitcher to make his first career start against the Blue Jays and this he he's not he's not the regular call up he he was he's 3 and 2 with a 235 ERA 
this season at AAA Columbus. Um, he struck out 25 in 30 plus innings and was actually lifted from a perfect game on Saturday against Indianapolis, which is Milwaukee's AAA team. Uh, he had a perfect game for seven and thir- two thirds, but he got pulled uh, because they knew he was starting today. So this is a guy who's found his stuff this year. And the Blue Jays are going to have to be careful with, with him. Again, they're they're going to have to make him work. I know Granderson's leading off, and Grander, Granderson's very good at making a pitcher work, at least to start. He almost never offers at the first pitch. So, also, I, I apologize. Indianapolis is Pittsburgh's uh, AAA affiliate, not Milwaukee. That, that was a swap with Nashville. My bad. I... I knew it was one or the other, but they're going to have to make Plitko work and, and really start to see what he, he threw 95 pitches. So Plitko is a guy who can go deep into a game that that's not going to be the issue with him, but the Blue Jays will have to wait and make Adam Plitko pitch to them. I I'm sick of seeing these guys jump on pitches being incredibly aggressive Especially with younger pitchers, they need they need to wait. Like this is again, this is a guy going to be making his first career start. Don't don't make it e- any easier for him. Don't let him get settled. Don't let him get those first few outs uh, too quickly. Just make sure you sit on him. Make him throw you those fastballs that he's got. He's he's got a he's got a four pitch repertoire, but he relies on his fastball the most. And it's not, it's not a stellar fastball. It tops out at like 92, 92, 93, but he can place it where he wants. So just, just sit back. Like he's going to, he's going to throw his breaking stuff. He's going to throw his slider. He's going to throw his curveball. Uh, just, just sit back. He's going, he's going to have to throw that fastball. He relies on that fastball. You know, you're getting a fastball. So just sit back, make him put that fastball in a nice position and, and just start whacking it. Like I know, I know Francisco Romero is not your average call up pitcher. He was the number two prospect in the Minnesota system, but it was just, it was bad to see the blue Jays just flailing at it. Just, just that slider continually darting all over the place. And like Romero was wild. Like they were getting walks off him. They could see him. They just could not put the bat on the ball against Romero. I, I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem against Plitko, but again, this is a, this is a guy who is feeling it this season. He had that perfect game going against the Pittsburgh affiliate, so j- the Blue Jays just have to be careful. Make him make those pitches, get those friendly counts, make him throw that fastball over the plate, and then just start hammering it. They do that, and Josh Donaldson's return to the lineup will be a happy one, and... Justin Smokes Baby will come into the world knowing that the Blue Jays are winners, hopefully. Anyway, that'll do it. This is a very quick Thursday edition of Locked On Blue Jays. If you want to get at me on Twitter, you can do so at NeoAC18. That's N-E-O-A-C-1-8. Tomorrow's going to be Fan Friday, so if you have any questions or comments you'd like to have discussed on the program, let me know. Shoot me a tweet. I'd be happy to get your thoughts on the air give you proper credit where credit is due and yeah if you want to check out the writing check out lockedonjays.com check out lockedonjays on twitter and check out jaysfromthecouch.com to get all your jays goodness so 
for the Locked On Jays team. This is Ryan Andrews. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Take care.